Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to the Late Job. This week, Ryan and Alexa are going to be interviewing Mike Ensley, the founder and promoter of Pensacon. That's going to be happening May 21st through 23rd in Pensacola, Florida. So without further ado, Mike, how's it going? It's going great. How are you guys? We're doing well, doing well. Just trying to, you know, keep keep plugging along. So yeah. uh, tell us tell us a little bit about the show. Well, uh, Pensacon started eight years ago. Uh, this will be our eighth year coming up here in May. Um, we were originally, we're normally in February, and we were originally going to try to go in February of this year, but obviously with the pandemic and, and you know, and, the vaccine rollout and things like that. We delayed this year until May. Um, we will be returning to February next year. Um, but yeah, it's our eighth year. Um, we've seen our attendance grow every year. The con continues to get bigger and bigger and we're just excited. We're just excited for another year. And we seem to see a lot of folks getting vaccinated. A lot of people seem very, very ready to get out and do some things. And, and we're just, we're just excited. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. It just seems like uh, I know we we spoke last weekend at the uh, the show in South Carolina, and it was just so nice to to see that many people out and about. I can only imagine um, it, Florida is going to be similar. I mean, I know your show is usually pretty heavily attended. Um, I don't expect there to be anything different. I expect more people to be there just for the fact that you've had to had to take the time off. Um, so what, what safety measures do you have in place for this year's show? Well, we're going to have a mask requirement. We're going to make sure that everybody wears their mask and our, all of our venues are requiring that as well. So we're going to follow their rules. We'll be following all the CDC guidelines, making sure there's social distancing. Um, one of the bigger changes we're making this year is that we're moving uh, a lot of things outside. We're going to fence in the entire parking lot and the front of our main facility, the Pensacola Bay Center, and we're going to have artists and writers and a few vendors. We'll have a stage out there with entertainment going on all day uh, and food trucks and other things outside in the front of the building so that it'll give people more room to spread out and be out there and you know feel a little more safe outside. Then obviously we'll have our celebrities and our other vendors uh, and inside and our, and our guest artists will be inside as well. Um, and, and of course, we've, we're always spread out because Pensacon is kind of unique in the sense that we, our building is really a hockey arena and it's not really built for conventions. So we use kind of every bit of space in it. And we also use several theaters and other venues around town to host our panels. So most of our panels will be offsite. Uh, and, you know, we have a trolley system that runs people back and forth to that. So they'll be requiring masks and that sort of thing as well. Hand sanitizer everywhere, you know, just the the, the basic stuff that everybody's been doing for the last year, we're going to keep doing that. Even though, you know, we I saw figures today that said of about 25% of our local population is already vaccinated, and we expect that to keep increasing as we get closer to the show. Now, you 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 said something that's kind of interesting, and I know I've already had had some discussions with some some other people about uh, the outdoor artist and um, and um, author area. Um, it, is that going to be like, you know, you guys are putting up a tent or is that something that, you know, the artists have to bring their own tents for outside? Um, you know, how's that going to work? The artists are bringing their own tents. Um, everybody's encouraged to bring a 10 by 10 tent. 
Um, we're going to provide everything else for them, tables and all that sort of stuff. But they'll they'll be bringing their own tents and set up. So it'll look kind of like a festival, like an arts festival if you went to to one that was held outside. I think it's going to be really interesting and and kind of cool uh, to have that. You know, and we'll also have, like I said, we're going to have an eating area out there where everything is socially distanced so people can go and sit down, take a break, take their mask off, be with their little group uh, and things like that. And And one of the advantages of having a hockey arena, you know, there's a lot of disadvantages. One of the, the advantages is we have, you know, stands that hold about 8,000 people in there. So we can rope off sections and have people sit. If they want to take off their mask and take a break, they can be socially distanced and do that. Uh, and so it just makes it a little bit easier for everybody. But, yeah, it's going to look more like an arts festival outside. Has, have any other have they, have they expressed concern over, you know, the May Florida humidity? possibly affecting like anything no no we're pretty temperate in may um we probably will be in the you know in the 70s maybe the low 80s but everybody seems to be very happy about it i think you know it's it's obviously a one-year change for covid it's something we have to do and so everybody seems to be very excited about it and you know that i think artists know that if they come to fencecon they'll do well we always have a a great crowd and always they always make a lot of money here. So they're all kind of happy to just be doing shows again as well. No, that's uh, that's fair. That's fair for sure. Now, um, has there been any issues or any requirements from the city or the venue as a whole that are different than what you guys have experienced? You know, like what you were saying, is there anything that's been required that they're making you do that's out of the ordinary? Not really. I mean, nothing more than what we've already talked about. You know, they, they are all requiring masks. They all are requiring social distancing. Um, I think they're doing their own cleaning in between on, you know, every night they're going to go through and clean the entire facility uh, as well as during the day, any kind of, you know, touch areas like railings and things like that. They'll have people uh, wiping those down on a regular basis. So, I mean, we're going to incur a little bit more cost because of, you know, we're going to have extra people in there cleaning and doing that sort of thing. But for safety reasons, we just, we just feel like we need to do that. There was a, there was an interesting conversation that came up yesterday about, um, about insurance companies and, you know, insurance companies asking for, you know, additional measures before that you could be covered. Have you seen anything like that as far as, you know, what you're required, what's required of you? No. Um, and in Florida, we're actually, uh, they have passed laws that companies are not liable for COVID. If people come and attend, they're not liable for, for any kind of COVID uh, related things. So it's not been a huge issue. Um, but obviously we're going to do everything we can to make everybody safe anyway. And so obviously you've been going since uh, you said this is the eighth year coming back now with, after the COVID stuff, has there, has there been any issues with any of the guests? Like, did you have any of them backed out or anybody that you have, I mean, you don't have to give names, but like anybody that you had booked from last year to this year and they decided they, they couldn't do it or even some new people that you booked that decided they couldn't do it. Sure. Yeah. We've had people who have, who have canceled for this year and have asked to return in February uh, because they feel more comfortable, but we also have a lot of people that really just want to come. Um, especially those guests who've already been vaccinated. They seem to be, you know, raring to go. Um, like I, like you said, we were South South Carolina this past weekend and Judith Hogue and I talked and she said, man, she was so excited about just being at a convention again. And I think a lot of these folks are just really itching to get out and do it. Um, you know, we, and we're, and we have some other stuff that we're putting in place. We're giving them the option. They can do 
you know, say like photo ops, which is always a big close contact thing. Um, they can either do the, the, where they put the, we're going to have a plexiglass barrier that, that practically invisible in the photos that you can put between the guest and the attendee, or they can do the mask off for, you know, photo ops take about 10, 15 seconds. So take the mask off for 15 seconds, put it right back on. Um, some folks are opting for that, but most folks are still doing the plexiglass barrier. But um, yeah, the guests just seem to be really excited to come, the ones that are coming and the others have all said, yeah, let's just wait till February and I'll come. And usually that's somebody who's either older or maybe, you know, immunocompromised or, and we don't want to take chances with those kind of folks. So we're just, we're, we're happy to have them back next February. Cause as you said, we have a stellar lineup right now and we're going to have another stellar lineup in next February. I'm kind of sad that, uh, that, that I didn't see you this past weekend down in, uh, well, up in South Carolina. Yeah. It was, uh, it was busy though. They're very busy. Yes, for sure. So um, you, you had mentioned that you've got like a, you know, a, a mile long wait list for, for vendors. Did you have a lot of vendors that decided to, to roll to next year? Um, you know, because they weren't, they weren't comfortable yet coming out. No, we really only had that. The main reason that people rolled is a, several of our vendors also do Renaissance fairs. And so they Renaissance fairs are coming back. So they couldn't do our new dates. And they rolled, on it. but I think maybe we only had one or two vendors who wanted to roll till next year because of COVID. That's interesting because I know in in our groups we have a lot of vendors that still are not comfortable doing shows. So that's uh, that's an interesting contrast. Yeah, I think I think people believe that we'll do the most most things possible to make them safe. Um, we have a pretty good reputation in the convention world um, as far as guests and vendors, and because people that have been here know that have been with us know that it's a, uh, we do everything we can to help vendors. I mean, we're kind of unique in that we're one of the few shows around the country that when people arrive to load in, we have volunteers there to help them load in and get set up. Um, a lot of shows don't do that. And some shows can't do that because of, you know, labor contracts and things like that. But we have people at our show who, who move them in essentially. And so we've, we've really got a good reputation amongst vendors. And I think they appreciate that. It's good. Now, I, I mean, I know, I know you guys have had a, a wait list for a while, um, but if you're a vendor and you're wanting to, you know, to, to try and get in next year, what, uh, what advice do you have for those vendors? Um, you just go on our, go on our website and fill out the application. Um, the vendor application, obviously we're going to have a short turnaround, you know, about what, eight months, nine months for next year. So uh, it'll be on our website, the vendor application, probably shortly after this show ends, we'll put the, the next year's application up. And you can just fill that out and, and we'll, we, we, we are, you know, we do um, kind of check everybody and look at pictures and, and, you know, we kind of uh, curate who we want on our floor. We don't, we're not a con that wants to have, you know, 15 anime vendors and no comic book vendors. We, we try to have a good mix of everything, just like we do with our guests. We're kind of an all inclusive show. So we want to make sure that we have the best out there for everybody to come and, and be able to shop and have a good time. Yeah, and we definitely appreciate you taking the time, the extra time to do that when it comes to selecting who you put in. Um, and you just mentioned the guests. Like you have, uh, you and I were talking before we started recording about the guest list. Like you have a very, I feel like it's just a very eclectic guest list. I mean, there's so many different genres that you're hitting. How do you go about selecting them? Um, it's it's a process. I mean, I, it's been that way since the very beginning. It was my kind of goal with this because I saw too many cons that were 
just doing, say, they just wanted to be an anime con or they just wanted to be a horror con or they just wanted to be a comic book con. And as a fan, I love every bit of that. I love all of that stuff. And I wanted to make sure we had a convention that reflected the entire audience out there in the world. And and we even bring in, you know, people that maybe people wouldn't think about for Comic-Con guests. Like, you know, we have uh, George Went this year who, you know, Norm from Cheers. Maybe he's not a guest that most people would think about, but the general public, he's got huge awareness from all those years of that very popular show. So I, I just think that, that there's something for everybody at our show. And I, I always try to hit everything I want, but I want all those audiences to be happy. And if, if there's, you know, some guests you don't want to see, that's, that's fine. There's always going to be somebody you do want to see at our show. Yeah. 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 You definitely hit a lot of genres. Like I said, um, so what is your, what, what are your kind of thoughts on the, the current landscape of conventions right now? Like with COVID and all that. Um, I, don't, I, I, I really can't say yet. I mean, I think we're going to know in the next three months who is going to survive, going to survive. Um, I think there are some cons we're going to lose because of this. I, I, I worry for some of the smaller cons because I just don't think that they'll have the infrastructure to hold together. Uh, after losing an entire year and maybe you know maybe like the volunteer run cons and that that sort of thing they will be okay but i think some of the bigger cons may be in trouble too Uh, i i just think we're in a you know luckily you know with with us drawing we drew you know about thirty three thousand people last year so we're kind of a mid mid mid-range con i would say i mean i guess we're larger in, in a lot of ways but but that's kind of where we're at we're not new york or san diego or anything like that but we're we're, we draw a fair amount of, of people and uh so i think we were well positioned to kind of hold out and 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 be able to survive this year i just don't know about people who lost an entire year or who've had to push this year several times i mean i know some cons have had to do that they had an early this year date they had to push it to the summer and now they pushed it again you know to fall so i i I know that's got to be very expensive for them and very hard for them so i i hope that most of these people will survive i just i just think we'll know in the next few months what's really going to shake out all right, and so um, as we start to kind of wind down here, we uh, Alexa and I try to ask some questions to the promoters to try to get their kind of kind of off the topics, you know, off the beaten path a little bit. So for me, um, as a promoter, if you could pick any anybody, you know, anybody in the world that's alive, regardless of the, you know, money's no issue, you could pick any person that you could get one of your shows. Who would that be? Wow, that's that's kind of a <laughs> double-edged sword question i mean for for the show itself i would love to have david Tennant. i think he would do exceptionally well here and i think he's you know proven to be one of the most popular guests in the world yeah he's, uh, a, he's a big draw and he's always really good at, the, at most of the shows we see him at yeah and he's and he's i mean he's just he's just a fantastic actor a fantastic person from what everybody has said i've gotten to meet him once and just just blown away by the guy um, for me personally, my dream, my dream dress is Brendan Gleeson. Um, I'd, I'd really like to have him. I, I don't know that he's necessarily a, he, he would be a huge draw. You know, he's, he's mad. I moody and he's Mr. Mercedes that show. And yeah, and, yeah. The I Irish would love guy, to have, yeah. yeah, I'd love to have him as a guest. He's just somebody personally I'd love to have. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think tenant would be the ultimate and, and, you know, and we flirted with it, but part of the problem is our build the way our building is constructed it'd just be hard to get enough people through to see him to make it worthwhile monetarily right well i'm sure if if it were to ever come down to i'm sure you'd figure it out right (laughs) oh yeah 
Um, all right. So then my second question is kind of the same question, but anyone throughout history, they can be dead. And you can, again, answer from both sides, like from the promoter and even who would you personally want to see. That, that's a good way to do it. Well, there's, there's, th- there's three that I think about all the time um, for me personally, and that would be Vincent Price, Roddy McDowell, and Christopher Lee. Those would be the three that I would really like to have for me personally. Um, those are, you know, because um, I'm a huge Planet of the Apes guy. That's one of my main fandoms. And so Roddy McDowell appeals to me. Uh, I've just, Vincent Price is just like one of my idols. So obviously there, and Christopher Lee, same thing, you know, now who's had more varied roles than Christopher Lee. He's been in everything. Uh, <laughs> at this point. You know, he, he was in, he was in everything. He was in Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and Hammer Horror. And I mean, just a million different areas that he could hit. Um, let's see, as far as fans go, I think Stan Lee, we never got to have Stan Lee. And I really would. I mean, I met Stan several times, and he's he was amazing always. But yes, we never got to get Stan here again before we could get him to the con. All right, good. There's there's no wrong answers. Those are actually really good. I know uh, with McDowell, I, I, there's a bunch of movies that he's been in that I've seen. So yeah, that's that's definitely a good one. So for uh, for mine, I'm actually I'm switching up my questions, Ryan. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I know, I know. It's uh, I, I'm I'm being tricky. Um, so mine is a two parter. Um, as a promoter, you cannot answer your own convention. Um, what what's your what's your favorite attention convention to attend and why? Wow. Um, for a large convention, I'm going to say Dragon Con in Atlanta, just because it's the first major convention I went to, although when I started going, it was only about seven or 8,000 people. So it wasn't a major convention at that point. Um, and, uh, it's, it, you know, and it's become this monster now it's just so huge. And I, I really enjoy it because I'm, I'm well affiliated with the American sci-fi classics track. And I do a lot of panels there every year for, for, for Joe and uh, Gary over at the American sci-fi classics track. We do a lot of, cause I'm a big, uh, 60 70 sci-fi guy too you know the kolchak the night stalker and planet of the apes tv show and things like that so we we do a lot of panels uh with them i think from a from a fan point of view uh, for a convention that i think people ought to check out if, especially if they're a horror fan or you know a drive-in kind of exploitation horror fan it's cinema wasteland up in ohio which is a fantastic show ken kish puts on that has great guests very intimate you can get up and close and personal and talk to folks and he just puts on a great event. Awesome. 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 Good answers. Thank you. Yes. So, uh, Alexa, you have anything else? Um, no, no, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it a wrap. <laughs> All right, Mike, do you have anything else you want to plug before we, uh, before we wrap it up here? Um, just next, you know, next month here, May 21st to 23rd, Pensacon, Pensacola, Florida. Tickets still available. Um, we have some pretty cool guests. You know, we added Kaylee Hoddle in her first convention appearance. She is the little girl, uh, the deaf actress from Godzilla versus Kong, who actually communicates with Kong and kind of steals the movie. I mean, I think a lot of people have said she's the heart of the film. So, uh, you know, we just added Ed Asner another big name that doesn't do a lot of conventions that I think, you know, kind of a legendary figure in, in entertainment. I think everybody should come on out and see them. Uh, and, and yeah, just come out and see and, and visit the con. I think the best compliment we've ever been paid is that Pensacon is a larger con, but we still feel like a small con. So 
uh, that's that's kind of how the best way I can describe it. Just come and see us and, and enjoy yourself. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to seeing the uh, Rock and Roll Express. But yeah, oh, yeah, well, we've got, we got a great <laughs> wrestling. You know, we just added Dr. Britt Baker, DMD from AEW wrestling yeah, too. I saw that. Mark Henry's there. Yeah, yeah Mark so, Henry and Mill Marchand. Oh, se- se- sexual chocolate, excellent. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. So yeah, uh, come out and uh, you know promote the show show up and uh you know mike how can we find you guys uh online on the interwebs uh pensacon.com is our website and facebook just look for pensacon and we're there um you know we're also on instagram and so you can follow us any of those places that's where you'll get the most re- you know our latest information guest announcements and all that sort of stuff all right well thanks again for for joining us we really appreciate you coming taking the time to come on everyone else we will see you guys next week